When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hey, Jess. I'm doing well. Another season in the books. I can't believe it. I was just listening to our um, season two wrap up for Bo Beats World just to kind Mm -hmm. of gauge where we were at that time you know one season ago and that's literally what we said then and I'm still like I can't believe we are three seasons through this show like it's only been like a year a year yes it's Mm -hmm. pretty unbelievable um how quickly it goes especially because these are full 22 episode seasons they're not like the new TV format of 13 seasons and like, mm-hmm. let's wrap it up, but uh, for 13 episodes rather. But yeah, um, these are, it's, it's really, it's really great. I think that, um, that I really was excited to cover this season in particular because we knew we were going to get a lot of Sean stuff. We mm-hmm. knew that we were going to, Hopefully see a little bit more Topanga. Like, Mm -hmm. we got a couple of new characters. Um, Yeah, I listened back to our season two also, and we weren't that high on it. No, and I feel like rightfully so, though, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that it had more lows than season one did. Um, Right. So I guess getting, getting into it, we can start off with saying, you know, our overall thoughts on season three and kind of how that fits into our ranking of the seasons, if you will. Yeah. Um. I really like season three. I think it did a pretty good job at fleshing out some more of the side characters. 
Um, on top of that, I feel like we got more Topanga like we wished for, right? Like the only thing that was kind of silly is the back and forth between between her and Corey, right? Like they break up two times in a single season, um, but at least we get more Topanga. I would say we still didn't have a ton of Amy and Alan, but I do feel like we got more of them than we did in season two, which is surprising um, considering that we also had like Eli and Turner and Feeney and all of these other like adult characters that they needed to service. Um, and I also feel like we got a lot more of Eric and not only more Eric, but like a more likable Eric um, than we got in season one, especially um, and even even season two a little bit. Um, so I feel like we had a couple of pretty iconic episodes and a mm-hmm. lot of the other episodes like there weren't episodes that I like hated, hated. Like, right. I feel like there were some that I really disliked in season two. And I think yeah. season three, I could say that. It had uh, high highs and the rest of it was like pretty, pretty standard, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, I think I would probably put this as my favorite season so far. So I feel like if I had to rate it right now or rank it rather, um, it would be three, one and two um, with three and one being closer to each other than to two, if that makes sense. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on literally all fronts. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh, this never happens with uh, us. Barely. (laughs) Yeah, I think this was definitely our best season yet. Um, Mm -hmm. I agree with, I didn't feel like there was a lot of rotten episodes. There were episodes that I disliked. Of course, I have like some of my least favorite episodes of the season. But it wasn't anything that I hated. Like, who's afraid of Corey Wolf? Like, you know. Yes. Yeah. So there was nothing that I hated or like felt like, oh, like I can't watch this episode. It's mm-hmm. just like drags. I think that this season really highlighted um, a few different characters, um, namely Sean, namely Eric. Um, mm-hmm. We even got a ton of Turner, which I really liked. Yeah. And I mean, I never dislike Corey and Topanga moments, even if they were struggles or triumphs or getting back together. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like annoying to me yet that they broke up twice in the season. No, it's not, we're not to the level that I'm annoyed yet. Right. Um, I agree with you on that. I think that like it's I think it's just kind of silly because it all happened. It was very like um, front, like their one of their breakups was like as soon as they got together, which was kind of right strange. because like Corey said that he loved Topanga, right? So she was like she got a little scared about yeah, that. yeah because it had been so soon into their relationship. Right. And then the other one obviously was at the dance. Um, the grass is right. always greener, which was episode twelve. So mm-hmm. we got a breakup. Um, I think it was episode three. Yeah. Episode three and episode 12. And then we got back together by episode 21. Right. Which I, if you had asked me um, before the season started how long Topinga and Corey were broken up, I wouldn't have known that it was that long. Like it was a lot of episodes that they explored, which like kudos to them, I guess. Right. Like that they weren't afraid to have. I mean, they weren't. Let's be fair, like Corey and Topanga were not like the Corey and Topanga yet. Like that does not happen until later. Um, But still, like we had a decent amount of episodes where we got to see a little bit of Corey dating around, which is kind Mm -hmm. of fun because in the future, it won't always be be that way. Yeah. 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 It always it it makes it 
almost realistic when like coming into watching Boy Meets World like for my first like real rewatch yeah. since I was like a, a teenager. Mm-hmm. It like, you know, it, we're always like, oh, it's not realistic that Corey will find like his love at yes. three years old and only be with them. <laughs> yeah. But that's actually it's not the case, which is kind of like in my head, it was a little bit of revisionist history. Like, oh, like Corey only dated Topanga and that's yeah. it. But no, that's not the case. Like he dated around. We saw that in season two and we definitely mm-hmm. explored that more in season three, which was good to see. So I really do like this season. I agree with you. For me, it's season three, then season one, and then season two mm-hmm. um, for as being my least favorite season thus far. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we enjoyed it and I'm excited for season four. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into our, you know, thoughts and feelings about what we hope to see in season four, um, let's talk a little bit about some of these characters. So um, who do you have as your MVP of the season? I will say that uh, my MVP of the season is Sean. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get the most out of him. It was a big season for him. We really got to explore his family dynamics. We really got to get to know him as like the emotional, like little interesting fella. Like he's mm-hmm. no longer season one. He was a sidekick. Season two, he was used for comic relief. Season three, we got to know Sean. We get we got to understand Sean. Yeah. We got to sympathize with Sean. So I felt as though this was definitely his season. Um, for those who argue Boy Meets World should have been revolved around Sean and not Corey, this is your evidence right here. Yeah, this is your season yeah. three. This is for you. Yeah. This is for you. Season three. Um, you know, we joke about on Dawson's Creek, Pacey's Pond instead of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. This is, I don't know, Sean Meets World this season. <laughs> Yeah, other boy meets world. Uh, the other boy. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks meets yeah. world. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with you. I, I had it between um Sean and Eric, and I, I agree with you. I think that this, I mean, I think Sean edges out Eric narrowly just because there are more Sean episodes. Um, Especially, I'm thinking to, uh, I mean, we have the one where Corey is filming um Sean's family. We have a lot of Chet stuff. We mm-hmm. have, um we have the episode where they go up to Feeney's cabin like there's just so many Sean episodes where we learn much more about him but Eric if I had an honorable mention I would say Eric which I know you gave him your MVP last season Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm only liking Eric more as time goes on and I'm very curious to know when the rug will be pulled out from under us and they like turn him into an idiot because Mm -hmm. we know what happens Um, and I don't think he's there yet like I'm really enjoying him so um, just as an honorable mention I would say Eric but I I completely agree with everything you said about Sean and he also is my MVP yay Um, look at that simpatico Um, in terms of LVPs so I don't know if this is a controversial take but I feel like I would be remiss to not give Turner my LVP and it's mainly because of the situation with Sean and it's it's like maybe I shouldn't do this but I kind of feel like I have to and it's not I feel like a lot of times our LVPs are like people who we didn't really see or people who we didn't get enough from and I think that's totally a, a valid way to do an LVP I went a little bit different this time because I feel like like Turner is like 
we I think I gave him my MVP last season and then I feel like he has such a fall from grace this season because he takes Sean in which is great wonderful beautiful but ultimately I really really disliked how that storyline went and how it ended up and I just feel like Turner should be penalized for that maybe I'm being a bit too harsh but I just really it gave me like a bad taste in my mouth how they kind of left off his storyline um and I don't know that he ever recovers from it like I'm curious to to keep watching and see how he is in season four but I just feel like the way that they especially because it's like it's more of the same right he's a commitment foe especially with Sean and it's like he's a child you can't just like willy-nilly decide that you're gonna wait months to be his legal guardian like that's not how it works so I put Turner as my LV yeah I hear you um but I think also Turner did have I think he had a really good season up until a certain point. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that he's my LVP. I was debating about him being my MVP at times, actually. But ultimately, for all the points that you made, he didn't cross that bridge. Yeah. Um, my LVP, I guess, is a little bit more basic as um, Amy and Allen, non-entities this season. Yeah. Um, I thought about they, putting them as They mine. stayed yeah. in the kitchen. There was times. <laughs> and, I, and honestly, like looking back, I feel like it's even more so Amy rather than Allen. Because Allen she did have. She gets the least amount of Yeah, Allen so did have. I know, I know. It is frustrating. Allen did have some good points or good episodes. But mm. Amy... You know, like she parented a little bit um, more this season, but really they like really put this actor Betsy Randall at a real disadvantage by not giving her any storylines or any any like point. It's very disappointing. We don't even get to see her being like a boss ass career woman anymore. Yeah. Um, She only references her job once when um, Eric goes on that date with like the older girl, because it's a co-worker oh. from her work. So oh. we know that she's still working, but we don't yeah. know anything about her job. We're assuming that she still works at the art gallery, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything. I just know Amy likes to stay in the kitchen, and it's really, really annoying, especially as a woman that will not stay in the kitchen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I... I, I I guess, like, if I had to narrow it down to one person, I suppose it would be Amy because Alan yeah. did have a couple of really fun moments in uh, yeah. the season. Yeah, I think you're totally right. You're spot on. And I feel like it's more of like we can blame, obviously, when we say that these are like LVP characters, it's on the writers and like their call not yeah, to well, give like, where they, any content. Where they is, bring their storyline. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with you. This has been a reoccurring complaint of ours all the way back to season one. Like season one, Amy was a little bit more present. She had a little bit more of a storyline. But even still, nine times out of ten, it's Alan yeah. that gets the storyline. And I gotta line. tell you, like my most memorable Amy storyline in the entire series, like thinking back, mm-hmm is a negative one because I remember in the future how she responds to like um Corey and Topanga's relationship and I remember uh, like hating on Amy. So yeah. it's like if that's like the number one storyline that I remember about Amy in my memory, like it yeah. doesn't bode well. 
Yeah. No, you're right. And it's it's on the writers to give us more content. Um, we complained a lot in the season two wrap up about the lack of female characters and kind of the lack of story development for them. Honestly, besides Topanga, I kind of still echo that same sentiment. It's like, mm-hmm. where are the women? Like, I'm tired of these one-offs. I'm tired of like, oh, Sean has a new girlfriend for a single episode. Right. Corey has a new girlfriend or for a Topanga single episode. Or Topanga has like her best friend, Trini, that we never get yes. to see again. Brittany Murphy, star Brittany Murphy. She gets yeah. like honorable mention MVP for a, for a side character. She's freaking amazing. Yeah, she um, was great. But yeah, it's just disappointing overall. Um, but we can dive a little bit deeper into that because we're going to talk about um, kind of each character's arc. So starting off with the boy in Boy Meets World, uh, Corey himself, um, he has quite the season of the first episode, like deciding he wants to tell Topanga he has feelings for her. They quickly break up. It doesn't take a few. It only takes a few episodes mm-hmm. um, for them to break up. He dates around quite a bit this season. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit more, um, I would say... I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like this is the most that we see Corey with like um, he's doing things that we don't necessarily agree with. Right. Like the I'm thinking of the episode where they start the fire and he gets I think it's hometown hero and um, he's considered a hero. And he does he does some like dating around shenanigans that like aren't the best, um, Mm -hmm. which like didn't exactly make me happy. I mean, it's very obvious that that's probably why one of the reasons he doesn't get the MVP um, doesn't necessarily handle the whole Topanga situation with Grace. I wouldn't say. Um. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I give him more slack for some of the Topanga stuff because I feel as though Topanga, like, was also contributing factor to why they didn't work out. And I didn't have as much of an issue as, like, you and Felipe did about him going to Disney to, like, get back his woman. But, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, like, there were definitely moments where – um, where he got himself into situations with other girls that like made him feel guilty or that made Topanga feel bad yeah. or um, or even like, you know, missteps with like other characters. But yeah, I feel like Corey's focus this season was just girls in general, whether it be his relationship with Topanga or getting over to Topanga or dating other girls. Um, I think, like, my favorite moments is when he's, like, being a good friend to Sean and being supportive or um, standing up for Feeney in um, Life Lessons. (gasps) Oh, yes. Against those bullies and, like, being, you know, like, I think, like, those are the moments where, like, it's, like, the Corey that, like, Corey is at his soul when he's not trying to be a Sean or, like, a bad boy or, like, a jock where it's, like, when he's just being Corey, Mm -hmm. that's when... um, I enjoy Corey the most. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely was this. I totally agree with what you're saying about this is like the relationship focused Corey or like Mm -hmm. I would say the girl focused. Girl. This is like, you know how season one, Eric was all about girls, girls, girls. Yes. Now it's Corey's turn. Now it's like Corey's turn to be like girls, girls, girls. Which is a change of pace from season two, which we definitely classified as the like Corey finding himself stage. Um, Right. So at least there is character progression there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on to Corey's best friend, Sean, you gave him MVP status. We already talked about him a little bit, but certainly 
um, kind of like a coming out season for Sean. We just learned so much more about his backstory, starting off with him living with the Matthews and ultimately moving in with Turner. A huge, huge moment in the series, I think, because it kind of just like, I feel like that is almost like the um, the main hook for Sean. And that's kind of when we learn the most about him is kind of end of season two, beginning of season three, really cements who he is as a character. Yeah, I think that living with Turner was an eye-opening experience for multiple reasons. Number one, that people can step up and be there for you. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to... Like, family doesn't just mean blood family. Family means your friends. Family means the people that love and support you. But Mm -hmm. as much as he learned that lesson, he also learned that... Like the world is tough and things aren't fairy tales. And there's even though there's people that love you, they don't come through for you all Mm -hmm. the time. And I think that's a tough lesson to learn in life. I think that we all kind of learn that in one way or the other. And it in turn gives Sean a continued chip on his shoulder when it comes to family dynamics in the future or relationship dynamics in the future. Like this is kind of like a a defining moment in his life which kind of affects him for the rest of his life which is like you know it's like so sad to think of because he's so young like it's it's sad that like something like this will affect him for the rest of his life but I think this like really shaped his character because yeah he had somebody step up for him and at the end of the day they still like leave him yeah they abandon abandon you know like quote unquote asterisks kind of thing but yeah, it's no, a, it's a huge it's a, it's a huge season for him. A formative season for Sean, one million percent, and I totally agree. And that's why we gave we both gave him the MVP because I think this is like mm-hmm. such an important season for Sean. A lot of breakout episodes for him, and not for nothing, some of my favorite episodes were the Sean focused episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I also think credit to writer Strong because I think he's amazing best, at portraying best child that. actor, yeah. hands down, um, yeah, um, yeah. I think he's great. We also see him wanting to develop like a true romantic relationship instead of just dating around. Yeah, and then Dana like, where is she now? We don't know. But it's, <laughs> Who knows? it's I think that this though, if you look if once we get to Angela, I feel like we could go back to Dana and see like bits and, you know, pebbles of like a like a breadcrumb trail almost. Right. Like to him Dana. like stepping up or like listening yeah. to um your girlfriend. And I, I liked him connecting with Feeney a little bit more, like realizing that like Feeney's not just there for Corey and Eric but like Feeney also cares about Sean yes yeah oh my gosh yeah we have I can't wait to talk about that when we get to um when we get to Feeney um but shall we move on to we already mentioned them a little bit in your LVPs but I think we can kind of combine Amy and Alan because Mm -hmm. they really I don't I don't really think there were many scenes where it was just like one of them. It really was just the two of them for the most part. Yeah. I will say that Alan, like at first thought, I really did think that they were similar. But I will say that Alan had stronger moments in the season. Yeah. Um, Some of the things I'm thinking about is like he was very like opinionated on like Eric's life and future like he really took like a fatherly role he's still his hot-headed self where you know he gets like very worked up I think um brother brother and stormy weather was to move of his uh 
best episodes best because showings, yeah um uh, because of his fatherly dynamics with eric yeah um, we learn more about him too and that's what pisses mm-hmm. me off about the amy thing the amy because stuff yeah we've already learned a bit of alan's backstory when his his mother comes to visit and all of that and then we learn more of his backstory in stormy weather and with his relationship with his father and which not we've wanting... already got like tidbits exactly of. Mm-hmm. and and how he doesn't want to you know have the same relationship um, with Eric as he does with his own father mm-hmm. um, and obviously amazing part of that episode and really appreciated that but it is makes it even more kind of annoying that we don't then get a fair the you know the same thing yeah it's like what the hell's going on but I, I do agree know. like we get we get um, bits of light with with Alan mm-hmm. nothing too wild yeah. and crazy but yeah um, little moments for I him. also liked his physical comedy in the interview scene of hometown hero where um, he was like grabbing the mic and like talking like really close to it. Um, yeah. As for Amy, uh, you know, I'm Ugh. really trying to think of a moment that I really liked of hers. But for me, it's in the finale. And that's mainly it. It's in the it's in the goodbye scene mm. with Eric. And I think that um, her advice to Eric about like. Uh, he's like, I don't even know what's wrong with Corey. And she's like, maybe that's the problem. Like, I, I think, think Alan said that. Oh, God, you're probably right. But I still think Amy had. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But Amy had moments in that scene, too, where yeah. like they're both kind of talking to him. But I really like the like re- relationship dynamic in that particular um, scene. But yeah, there isn't a ton, unfortunately, for Amy this season. And again, I, I mean, I'm going to be like a beat a dead horse. I hate that saying. I'm going to be a record and repeat myself I don't know what I'm saying but um that is of course going to be one of my requests for season four or uh, Amy. Yes. they'll never fulfill my request uh, uh, probably not no the suggestion box is closed but you know what I'm still gonna request <laughs> the suggestion it. box for a 20 year old show is closed <laughs> what I know it's shocking oh gosh um yeah it's just ugh, it's unfortunate I I'm still upset about it um, but moving on to someone I had as an honorable mention in my MVPs, Eric. Um, I thought Eric had, I, th- you know, what, what grew the most, I think, in this season for Eric is his relationship with Vini. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that's so enjoyable. And I, I love, again, we're talking like breadcrumbs for future seasons. To me, this is kind of where it starts because, um, like Vini has a hard on for freaking Corey for like, <laughs> definitely all of season one and yeah. like <laughs> part of season two. But I think season three, he was like, solely focus he's like all his attention that usually is on Corey is shifted to Eric yeah, to get yeah. him to graduate and get into college yeah, I know <laughs> yeah and um, I, I just I think Eric is great in this season stormy I weather agree. is a standout um just like we had in season two the episode with the tutor and all of that I feel yes. like stormy weather was like that equivalent right season. so you got like that version of Eric where he like realizes that like you know People don't take him seriously. They just look at him as, like, a pretty face, and that's all he's capable of. And I think that this is a continuation of that version of Eric. So in this season, we get his focus not on girls or not on his friend, but on becoming a better student and graduating and then getting into college. So I I like it, and it's like, he's still silly, Eric. He's still dumb, Eric, but... Definitely not stupid yet and like enjoyable to watch. And you want to root for him because you want him to get into college. You want him to succeed. Um, He had the um, weatherman story arc 
phenomenal. And it like, kept going. It was multiple episodes, which yep. I also really liked because a lot of the what didn't work for me a lot of the time was when they had like a B or even C storyline with Eric that felt so ins- inconsequential to the entire story mm-hmm. and felt like an afterthought. And those were the moments where I was like, ugh, this doesn't really work for me. What does work for me, though, is when we had those Eric-centric Eric, episodes yeah, yeah. and when we see his passion for television and his passion for like meteorology and becoming a weatherman. Yeah. Um, I thought all of that stuff was amazing, which is why he was nearly my MVP. Because I just like... I- I really I liked agree. those moments. And him and Feeney are amazing together. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So excited for more to come on yeah. that in the future. Also love him and Brother Brother because yes. I think that the, you know, like the relationship between like the uh, siblings, like and then its complexities yeah. is very interesting, very relatable. So I thought that was a great a great episode. So, um, yeah. So I guess like my hope for season four is like let's. Do, do more Eric-centric episodes and less, like, dumb Eric B storylines yeah. that is 100%. not even memorable for me. Because, like, thinking back on the season, it I forgot about all the dumb storylines that we hated and, like, didn't enjoy. All I could remember are, like, the Eric-centric episodes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's something that, like, Boy Meets were, and that's why probably one of the reasons we really liked season three is because it did feel like they spread the wealth in terms of who gets episodes centered on them. Sean did, Eric did, like, there were were a lot of, even Feeney got, like, somewhat of a focused episode on him. And so I think that, like, more of that in the future is always appreciated because we want 3D characters, you know? We want to know more about your Amy's and your Feeney's and, you know what I mean, and Eric and Sean and all of them. Topanga would be great as well of course any any female characters i would love to know more right. about yeah um but yeah eric eric had a good season for sure someone who uh didn't have so great of a season because she wasn't really around too much was morgan yeah she was punished in her bedroom until episode 14 fucking insane to me that yeah. you could have a child in the household and not even have them on screen not for even talk episodes. about her for 14 episodes no. No. the only reference to her, her was like um, when Sean was taking the family portrait yes. out um, and it was still like, you know, Morgan was still there. That's how we know that she like didn't get killed off or something. But um, so, yeah, obviously we get a new Morgan this yep. season. Um, and I think like, you know, I, th- I think I'll enjoy new Morgan where, you know, but this wasn't a season where she was able to shine or show her true potential. Yeah. Um, but I like that she's zestier than old Morgan and actually wants to be on the show. So um, I am looking forward to the possibility of Morgan. But it was not a, uh, a, a great season for the character Morgan. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I like the actress's potential in the future with Morgan. But, like, being that we didn't see her for 14 whole episodes, it's like, how are we exactly supposed to talk about her when she was barely around? Yeah. Probably the the biggest scene for her is when she's saying goodbye to Eric at, on the season finale. Like, yeah. that's the biggest, besides her joking about being gone forever and, and the swearing scene. That's yeah, it, you know? That's about it. Um, but, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say on Morgan. She's pretty inconsequential to the overall um, story for season three. Um, someone who, you know, a, a female character who actually was around. Um, um, this season. Topanga. Um, 
Topanga, I think that continuing off of what we said in season two, like she certainly still feels like the season two Topanga. Um, we've moved away from the super like hippie granola type of Topanga from season one. She's a little less eccentric now. Um, I think that she certainly is still a stu- a good student that remains from season one. Yeah, a good um, and student. They, they lean in more into that, I think, in this season as well. You know, like she mm-hmm. seems like we have her like freaking out about the finals and everything. Winning a award. Award yeah. for her studious behavior. Yeah. Um, also, like, I feel like the one thing that carried over from season one is that she's still, like, an independent thinker and yeah. her own person and doesn't let other people, like, talk her into stuff. Yeah. Um, or, like, uh, like she's not persuaded by the boys and she sticks up for herself. So I think that's the same. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, we saw more of Topanga. Not enough. Um, I think all of her storylines just revolved around Corey, which yeah, that's I what I hate. Don't love. Like it doesn't I want, pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> I want like a Topanga episode where she it's about her. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Topanga center that has does not have to do with Corey or her relationship with Corey or mm-hmm. boys. And I don't um, think this is too much to ask, considering like maybe mm-hmm. the Amy stuff is too much to ask because usually the centered episodes are like the kids, not the adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's not too much to ask to round out Topanga as a character. She's been in the show since season mm-hmm. one and yeah. she's a major presence now. Yeah. I well, I say this every season, but I'm going to say it again. I think next season is finally going to be different. <laughs> like I I really do. I really oh. think next season is going to be different. God help us 20 something episodes from now when we come back to recap season four. If, oh, if, season if, five. If, it's going to be different. <laughs> thing over again I, I agree know. and I, I the only thing can I tell you the main thing I'm upset with about Topanga is I miss I miss her curly hair I like oh. the long straight hair but it's just I feel it's like just Topanga, not of the times if just, this I miss if, the curly hair I know if this show started in 1985 then oh. we would be seeing all the curly hair the but volume. it's not of the 90s the 90s is about blown out hair with volume <sighs> and like you know, it's just it's not just of kind the of time. boring. I don't know. Like it's it's she has beautiful hair, obviously. I just Girl, prefer the, the, the most curly. beautiful hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously uh, we want more Topanga as always. That's nothing new. Um, mm-hmm. but moving on to someone who I mean, I feel like maybe he had a little bit of a little bit more of a back burner season mm, beyond a few I, there's I a few know. moments for him. But here's the thing. When we talk about, like, I think what it is, here's what it is. <laughs> Let me stop belaboring the point. Here's what it is. When Fe- now that Feeney is a principal, it's like he doesn't have the presence of, like, when he was teaching Corey, Sean, and Topanga. Because he's a principal now, and I feel like we got way less of Feeney involved in Corey and Sean and Topanga's lives, mm-hmm. and way more involved in Eric's life. Beyond the, like, one Sean right. situation at the cabin. Right. Okay. So yeah, this is a more quiet season for Feeney. Um, but I loved the City Slickers episode at the cabin. It's yep. a highlight of the season for me. I like how he continued his relationship with Turner. I like his new relationship with Eli. Yep. Um, obviously, 
more of a focus on with Eric. I feel like we're getting closer and closer to the Feeny call. Yes. Should should happen any episode. But yeah, like now that he is taking a a principal role, he's not as present, but he's always there. He's always there. Yeah, and he has the authority now as well. Like, I'm thinking he still has highlights even as a principal. Like, I'm thinking, like, yeah. a janitor bud situation um, where he ends up hiring him as, like, his assistant instead of mm-hmm. – uh, so that he can retire with, like, his pension. Right. Um, obviously, City Slackers. Like, so many good, solid Feeny moments. Yeah, life um, lessons where he, like, debates if he's, like, going to retire or not. Oh, because... obviously. The, yeah, the episode with, with everyone he, on on his back right. about the finals yeah. and they trash the school. Amazing Feeny moment. Um, I think when they do have Feeny moments, they're super, super strong. Um, yeah. But it's more... You know what it is? We don't have a ton of... Feeny Corey moments as much as we, we do used not do, and we I think that's what I why I feel like it's oh it's a little bit of a quieter season for Feeny, but he did have yeah. like amazingly strong moments. So yeah, yeah, I mean, and he really his focus was I want Eric to become a better student and get into right. college and graduate, and that right. was what purpose he served this season, right? Yeah, and he I mean he Eric graduated, he didn't get into college yet, but he graduated so. Half, 50% so far. So, yeah, someone uh, who's up next, who's also a teacher, but didn't fare so well in the MVP, LVP category is Turner. Um, I think he he started off very strong. Like, he, he yes. took in Sean. Um, you know, he was making a life for them in the, in the apartment and had, had really good, like, father-son type of moments mm-hmm. um, early season. But then for me, it all kind of falls apart when he doesn't take over as legal guardian. Um, and, and Chet returns and like, it's of course what Sean wants and it's it's wonderful and it's amazing and, and you know, Turner approves of it. Um, but it still kind of is like something negative that sticks mm-hmm. out in my brain about Turner. Um, we also get the Turner-Eli relationship some more, which is very, very fun. Yeah. Um... Turner is like a new boyfriend. You are in love with him. You think he's the hottest thing in the galaxy. You love his vibe. You love his friends, Eli. You love that he's like a cool guy. Mm -hmm. And then the more and more you get to know him and the more and more you um, like the honeymoon stage is over, the more you realize his dirty little red flag secrets. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, so you have baggage with your parents and you're not in good standing with them anymore. Okay. Oh, like you've never committed to a girl before or had a long-term relationship. Okay. Oh, you can't even like commit to an obligation that you promised to a boy that you took in. All right. So like the more and more we get to know Turner, the worse he gets. He becomes like a a, a, a habitual, like anti-monogamous, like fuck boy. Uh And it's like, you know, I started off loving him, like love his relationship with Eli. We also love him in the 50s get up. Yes, we do. Um, I I love that, you know, there was times where he was really thinking about Sean's future, like getting a better and bigger place. I liked when we got to learn a little bit more about him in um, in the episode where we learned about like his his ex-girlfriend. Yep. Um, Yep. 
but you know and but you're right like the the when it starts and that was um new friends and olds by the way but the the when it starts falling apart is when we find out that even though he told Sean he was going to do it and like he did do it, he didn't sign the legal guardianship papers mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to commit and he started getting like fighting with Sean um, and like lying to him. And that's where it fell apart. And the fact that he let him go back to Chet so easily um, when like just earlier in the week, he was like, oh, yeah, like we're. I'm going to send the papers. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it starts to just like not be as appealing. And it's like, gosh, like I I don't I don't like it as much as like I originally did. And I mean, this was I, I do think that this is a stronger season for Turner than season two, because I feel like this is where we really get to get to know him and get to know what he's mm-hmm. about. And I feel like, you know, season Two is more so like, you know, he's the cool teacher that like gives advice. Like now he's like takes an active role in like Sean's life. Yeah. But to to what end? Yeah. Not a good one. Yeah. He just falls off the deep end, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. I wish that he had a better ending to the season, um, but we'll we'll see what season four brings. Um, right. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I feel like a highlight for Turner was his friend Eli. And so we can kind of talk okay. a little bit about him. Um, I feel like my biggest gripe about Eli is that we simply didn't get enough of him. Um, yeah. I loved what we saw in the beginning. I loved his interview with Feeney. I thought his whole relationship with Feeney cracks me up. Um, I loved his moments with Corey where he's like, he's like he doesn't know if he wants to be a teacher and Turner's kind of like you've got this like you know what you're doing and he you know he talks to Corey um and he he learns that like you know what I'm actually I'm actually pretty good at this um love seeing him as a teacher and and not only that but like also talking to Eric too like I think that he he is a great teacher and he's a great friend and to me it's a little unfortunate we don't see a lot of him and not only that this is the only season we get of Eli it's like it's disappointing because first I mean to to state the obvious he's the only person of color on the entire show um and so that's a huge loss I think um and and that perspective you know just having a diverse group of people um but also just the fact that I really enjoyed him and his relationship with not only Turner but also Feeney and the fact that we're not gonna get that in the next season it's disappointing it is. And we talked about how the producers let go of him because mm. they didn't see a place for him in the show. Well, that's on you. You didn't yep. make a place for him in the show. Yeah, write a fucking storyline for him and he'll yeah. find his place. Like, it's almost like they're like, oh, we have too many adults now. And it's yeah. like, OK, it's but a, I think more like than the, just two teachers in a school. <laughs> Very true. I think their argument was like, this is a kid's show or a teen show. So why are we going to have these like quote-unquote rando 20, 30-year-olds in there. It's like, because teachers affect your life as a a young child Mm -hmm. and a a teenager more so than your parents in some regards. A lot of, like, what people decide what they're going to do as an adult comes from their favorite teacher or from, like, Mm -hmm. the person that believes in you. And Mm -hmm. that all comes from school. And that's why it's, it's important. Um, obviously we're going into 11th grade next season, so 
I guess their priorities are changing, but yeah. it's still it still would have been nice to keep Eli around. It's a shame that he was only in it for one season. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it, to me. It's also kind of like the perfect timing because Eric's trying to go into meteorology. Eli used to work in t- in the TV business. I feel mm-hmm. like that is an easy connection to make. Um, yeah. Corey kind of has a natural television personality anyway. He, yeah, I mean um, Corey is um, as far as we know the only thing that Corey has taken an interest in in terms of career aside from baseball um, is filmmaking or camera work um, documentaries stuff like that yeah exactly um so unfortunate that that Eli is only around for one season I feel like he makes a a pretty decent sized impact um in season three um simply because I remembered him and I remembered him a lot and so Mm -hmm. that's why I was like oh he's I can't believe he's only in one season because I really remembered liking him yeah um so yeah disappointed save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, but moving on, let's discuss our favorite episodes. I feel like we've already kind of hinted at some of them, and I feel like we are probably in sync. I have three with the my number one episode of the entire season, and for me, it wasn't close. It was a very easy pick. Um, was episode eleven, City Slickers? Mm. Or City, City Slackers, City Slackers, the one yes. with, with Feeney's cabin. Um. I love when we get to learn about Feeney and not only that, but when he gets to have like a one-on-one with a character and he, he, to me, it's just like, it's a big moment. Um, And not only was it a big moment for Feeney, it's a big moment for Sean. So to me, it's kind of like a two for one. And it was a silly, it was funny too. Like it was a funny episode. It was. Um, And I like Corey was very likable in that episode as well. I really like that episode. It's in my number two spot. Ooh, what's your number one? My number one is episode 16, Stormy Weather. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I once again, I love this story arc with Eric. And I mm-hmm. think that out of like the two, this is um, a slightly better episode, um, Stormy Weather, rather than The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. However, I do have episode 15, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, as my number three spot. So it's um, ah. it's very, very, very close. But I love Stormy Weather for the dynamic. I mean, it's Eric's 18th birthday. He is really dedicated to this internship. Um, he fights with his dad about it. We get like yeah. a really good Alan moment. Um and I I just thought it was an excellent episode. Um, and yeah. I, I do love um, Stormy Weather and City Slackers almost as much as each other. Yeah, Stormy Weather was my second episode, mm-hmm. my second favorite episode. Totally agree on everything you said. That, that was an episode I remembered. And I remembered it very well when we watched it because it made a huge impact on me. And, like, I feel like it's 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 not often the show takes Eric very seriously. 
Yeah. And so I think that the moments that it does are really rewarding. Um, in yeah. my number three spot, I I considered putting um, episode 15 in my third spot, but I ended up going with Brother Brother, the finale. Um, ah, yes. Very good I, episode. And, and it's mainly because I just, I relate to it so much that I, I couldn't not put it in my top three. Um, it's probably not like the best, most memorable episode ever of Boy Meets World. But to me, it's way more relatable. Like the it's funny very, thing is, very good. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, is like this, the freaking Disney episode, which is like very well known and I feel like kind of iconic. To me, wasn't even like a top five episode oh, of the really? season. I like, actually, it's okay. I actually have the happiest show on earth um, as number four, and I have Brother Brother as number five. Mm-hmm. I just think that like what what makes it iconic, like because they get back together and they, they kiss. Well, Beyond it, that, it's not yeah. Like a I, I don't episode. know. It's the kiss at the fountain. It's just yeah, so course. iconic. But yeah, yeah. Like I do think like Brother Brother is a spectacular episode. I think it's an underrated episode. Um, I think that it kind of touches on something that has been building for three previous seasons. So I think yes. it's very important. I think if um, I would definitely watch that episode again, if I was, you know, picking like cherry picking yeah. episodes from the season. Yep. Um, but yeah, so th- I mean, that's my top five. Like, I mean, we're pretty much pretty much there. I mean, I am curious what's in your four and five spot if you have or if not. Uh, I didn't write them out, but okay. definitely episode 15 was certainly up yes. there for me. That yeah. Those are the top four I can think of off the top yeah. of my head. Yeah, for sure. Um, but on to least favorite episodes. I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, easily my easily my least favorite was episode eight, Rave On, where they have like the rave on the subway on like New Year's. It didn't, and it's not like it's a bad episode of television. It was just fine. And it just didn't have like a larger impact on the bigger story, in my opinion. It was just kind of mess. That's true. Yeah, for me, that's like a like a lower middle because I thought that it was funny. I really liked like Sean going from subway car to subway car, like, um, and just like having a great time, even though they were stuck underground. But the whole like Rebecca... Rebecca Alexa, G- I think, right? Yeah, Rebecca Alexa Jean's Jean girl model, thing yeah. was like pretty stupid. Um uh, yeah. and then like, you know, Corey, I don't know. That like it was a, it was not a great episode, but I still like it got lower lower middle for me because I still liked some elements. Yeah. What did you have as your least favorite? My least favorite episode is Episode 9, The Last Temptation of Corey. This is where Topanga gets sick and then like Corey goes to, I don't know, like the girl's house and like kisses her. Yeah, I don't like um, that one either. And then like has to go and like he, he like saw Topanga and he wasn't like she kissed me. He was like I kissed her and then she's like, well, you know, kiss like never kiss anybody like again. I don't know. And then like the B storyline was like Eric and that like dumb like baseball player getting hit so many times because yeah. he had that picture. That one was uh, stupid. That that was that was just under Ravon Ravon and so it was like my second my yeah. second least favorite. Yeah, <laughs> second yeah. to last. I I agree, and I think that we like we and I still stand behind the fact that Topanga's reaction doesn't make much sense. What Corey says doesn't make much sense. It's like drama for drama's sake. Yeah, and it, I totally agree with you. Yeah. That certainly is up there. I think it was just more of like Ravon. Ravon made me feel nothing. Or sorry, it's me Ravon. Yeah. It was a Ra- yeah Ravon made me feel 
just nothing. Um, also, probably third from the last for me, I put episode four, uh, He Said, She Said, mainly because, like, of the Griff versus Harley stuff and, like, mm-hmm. how little I cared about it. Like, Sean yeah. runs off, and I guess that's, like, kind of an impactful thing, but the guidance counselor was annoying. Like, I yeah. just didn't really care for that episode, but it wasn't, like, bad, bad. Yeah. Um, I also didn't enjoy episode seven, Truth and Consequences, where Corey and Sean, like, out janitor Bud, because yeah. I just felt like the adults made Corey and Sean, like, feel so bad. Yeah. And then all the kids made Corey and Sean feel so bad. And it's like, I didn't even know what the show was trying to tell me. Like, should I be angry with Corey and Sean for airing something? Should I, but, like, it's still the truth? Or should I be, like, happy that they are passionate about something at all besides, like, a bunch of nothingness and girls? And, like, am I supposed to be mad at like Feeney for firing Janner Bud or Eli for not checking the tape. It's like, yeah. I don't really know. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really like it at all. Um, and I just felt like everybody was the bad guy, but also like everybody was just doing their job. So except for yeah. Janner Bud, he's the only one not doing <laughs> he his was job. Not doing his job. <laughs> he was not doing his yeah. job. No, that's fair. I didn't really care for that one either. Like, I think that like, there aren't many episodes I disliked. It was more yeah, just like no. some I just was like, eh. Meh. Not for A me. A lot of mehs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we ready to move on to the fashion award winners? Yeah, let's. I I am very intrigued. What so, is the info? I would like to get your guess on who okay. you think was the winner of the Rachel Green Award. Oh, uh Topanga Lawrence. By a landslide. The yeah. girl killed it. She had six points. The person in second was Turner with two. Yeah. Yeah. Topanga. <laughs> this is it's definitely Topanga's world and we're just living in it. It is. She's a fashionable lady. Yeah. Um, the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness was way more competitive. So we actually had a four-way tie for first. No. I know. I know. Oh, no. What I mean, a mess. It is. So we had – I'm not even going to make you guess because you could you could guess because guess there's not that many characters. Them. Yeah. Um, so Topanga, Amy, Feeney, and Eric – all tied um, for the Topanga, they all had, Amy, Feeney, and Eric. They all, all had, had two, two points. points. Yeah. Wow. So no one was a standout, I guess, is what that means. Like, it was yeah. like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's because I kept trying to get Feeney to get more points and you wouldn't bite. <laughs> like, I would have, if it was up to me, like, Feeney would have taken mm-hmm. the we Paul Rudd certificate. We can give him, like, the, you know, we could say he gets, Meh. like, a little bit of a, like, 2.1 and then he can win. You know? Sure. Sure, um, gets it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know. Yeah, no real surprises there. I think like it's very obvious Topanga was going to win um, the 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 Rachel Green Award. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we looking most forward to in season four? Um, I think for starters, like more Amy, like we said before, would be nice. More Topanga for sure, and I'm talking. Topanga centric episodes is what I'm looking for. Yep. Um, I think that I love Morphini backstory. It's so hard to come by. Like we've been here with him for three seasons and we still don't have many episodes we can point to and say, that's a Feeney episode. Um, I'm excited to see, to see Eric again. And not only that, but like Eric or um, excuse me, Morgan should probably be a little bit more, uh, more fleshed out. Um, Yeah. Looking forward to the Topanga Corey drama, if there is any. I'm sure there will be. 
Um, yeah, what about what about you? What are you uh, hoping for? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, drama. Definitely more drama. I liked how angsty Corey was in Brother Brother. So I'm ready for some like good old like teen drama that we can just like make fun of. Yeah. Um, I like <laughs> it when like people just like act out and we're just like, okay. Um, I'm definitely interested and excited to see, to meet Sean's mom, Verna, and yep. get more Blake Clark with Chet as Chet um, I think we'll we'll see them more so um, there are some very monumental episodes in season four just to name a few singled out 16 candles and the 400 pound man hair today goon tomorrow a long walk to Pittsburgh quiz show chick like me like these are heavy hitter episodes mm-hmm. um if you're like even kind of a boy meets world fan like you know at least half of these storylines yeah um and then you know i and i think it's arguably like one of the best seasons of boy meets world we'll see how true that holds i think it probably will be because to my memory and again we said this like both season two and season three, we will get more Topanga. And we'll to me, Topanga. that is something that, like, yeah. we've been needing is more of a feminine presence in the show. Like, mm-hmm. more female characters and not just one or two that just show up a few times the mm-hmm. season. Like, I want fully fleshed out, three-dimensional female characters. And I think yep. we're going to get that. And so that is very, very exciting. Excited for the guests we're going to have on. That's also something Oh, yeah. We exciting. have um, our guests for our podcast. We are, like, so booked and so excited. I can't wait. I, I yeah. love having people on and getting their perspectives, especially, you know, the people we've had on in previous seasons. I always look forward to hearing from them mm-hmm. again. Um, so all of that is super exciting. I can't wait to get into season four. I cannot believe that we only have a few more seasons after season four. Like, there's only seven seasons of the show. Only seven. There's seven <laughs> seasons of the show. I can't believe we're we're almost we're, halfway through. Yeah, it. we're not even halfway through, Jess. Almost. Almost. No, almost. Once we get, like, I think it's 13 episodes in to season four is when we're at the halfway mark. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Um, we're going to say goodbye to Turner, um, mm-hmm. which is always going to be sad. Yeah. Uh, but I'm looking very much forward to covering the next season. It's going to be a great old time. I'm excited to, you know, share these experiences with you, Jessica. Mm-hmm. So many good experiences. So many good. Let's um, let's let's talk about what we have coming up for the month of September. Yes. So as a reminder, we are off from Boy Meets World next week. We always take a week in between seasons. So you'll hear from us in two weeks when we start season four. Um, beyond that, Sarah, what do we have coming up? So it is Robin Williams Appreciation Month. We just recorded a podcast and it should be be out already um Mm -hmm. we went we covered mrs doubtfire with hudson and grace from the hold up podcast had a great time i think it's very like informative like we had a great time discussing it but also we pointed out what doesn't work in a 2021 lens um so it's i think it's a great discussion and i mean their show is about does it hold up um and we discuss if it holds up so check that out. Later in the month, we are covering Jamunji, which was the second winner of our Robin Williams poll with Naomi Calhoun, which is going to be super fun. That mm-hmm. should be out um, after the 20th. Um, we also celebrated our one year anniversary. So if you haven't checked out our snack bracket yet, check that out. 
We are coming out with season four of Boy Meets World, and we just started season three of Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of excitement over here. You can find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. You can always send in feedback to our email address, Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Or use our contact form and leave a voicemail at our website, www.shit90spod.com. Uh, and if you would like to find me, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Uh, you don't have to, if you want to. It's fine. How about you, Jess? <laughs> you can find me at the Jess Sterling. I am also on the Community Building Podcast over at Posture Recaps, talking about community with Josh Wiggler. As always, we're in season two the best season of community if you haven't watched community yet like seriously give it a try it's a really great sitcom it's on hulu it's on netflix it's widely available for anybody who wants to watch it um but yeah i think that's all we have for you all so thank you all for listening we will talk to you in two weeks with the start of season four of boy meets world have a good one everybody Just When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.